From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. Well, it's time for the radio show. This is making your home great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Dave Alexander in the studio with Holly Bowers, Operations Manager at RoofWorks. Hi, Holly. Hey, how are you? I'm doing all right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Hello, sir. Hey, Dave. How's it going? You ready to talk paint? I am. You ready to take talk paint fumes? I am as well. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about, about different types of paints because, you know, people assume painting is one of those DIY projects that, frankly, anybody could do, okay? And I think, I think that's a misnomer. I think it's wrong. We are also in studio, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? You are going to be uh, our two. Yeah, are we having a – go ahead, talk again. I don't know. Is the mic working? <laughs> yeah, the mic's working now. Yeah, right. thank you. Um, the uh, You're going to be our hour two guest. That's what I hear. I'm going to be here two hours today. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Listen, he's on and off. So, so wait until he talks and then – if it sounds good, it sounds good. We'll leave it there. All right, Holly, talk about talk to me about RoofWorks. You guys are you're interested in helping people out and repairing small damage that may or may not be done. Definitely, we do a ton of repairs. We got a great repair department, um, all in house guys that are in full employees. Mark vehicles. Um, yeah. Is my is my mic working? Yes. Okay. It, we sound you sound wonderful. <laughs> Fully uniformed. Yeah. We have an excellent, Check. excellent team. <laughs> you have an excellent team. And it is something that people sign up with you to just have you guys come out and maintain. Oh and yeah. Check. Of course. How often should I check my roof? Well, like I said, it depends on the age, but obviously every year is great because you can be super proactive, but I wouldn't go any more than two or three years without getting somebody up there checking. All right. Now I've got a two-year-old house. How long can I kind of kick my feet up and not call you? A two-year-old house? Two-year-old house. I mean, you know, I'm not calling you in the first year I got my roof up. How many hurricanes have we seen during that two-year period? Uh, Good, Good question there. None. None? No, none in my house. We saw a rainstorm at uh, one time, or rainstorm <laughs> Ian, right? Rainstorm Ian came by. Northeast or Ian? I don't know. We had a, we had <laughs> one windstorm that knocked over my uh, my grill. Now that's that's enough, right? Mm. No, I mean I would say if you've never had your roof inspected and you're a new owner, I would certainly go ahead and do it right on the front end, just so that you know what you're what you're up against. So now, if my, you get cleared and everything looks great, from that point, you're in good shape. But sometimes you just don't know. I mean, if things aren't done properly on new construction side or, you know, there just might be a lot of issues that you're not quite aware of yet because it's not showing itself. And Brock's done roofing for a while. Uh, my my inspector, my home inspector, when I bought the house, a couple, you know, a year ago, he, I don't know whether he walked up there. Do most of them walk up? Oh man, that's a that's a tough question. So we're talking about ground. yeah, I've I've seen it both ways. I've seen a lot of these guys. Um, you know, when you're purchasing a house, you you reach out to a home inspector, right? Yeah, their job is to go in there and look at everything and right. then give you feedback on on what they see that is or is not correct. Right. 
The problem is, is there is a plethora of information when it comes to a home. Plumbing, plumbing size, yeah. plumbing angles, what type of pipes, how was it run, the, uh, you know, what kind of downgrade angles do they have? Yeah. And that's just the plumbing. Then you go through the electrical, the framing, the insulation, the roofing. So what ends up happening, it's not that these guys don't know what they're doing. It's there's so much information to know. That's why they're specialists. Right. That's why there's electricians. That's why there's HVAC. That's why there's roofing. Yeah. These guys can specialize in that trade. So a lot of inspectors go out there and they, they miss stuff. I, I've been doing this a long time. If you paid me to go out and inspect your house before you bought it, yeah. there's a really good chance I'm, I'm probably going to miss a few things. Yeah, yeah. That's just the, the reality of the situation. Um, so when it comes to these home inspectors, yeah, some of them will get up there and look around. Maybe they have a roofing background before they became an inspector. Mm-hmm. That guy's probably going to get on the roof and look at everything. Yeah. The 75-year-old inspector who doesn't have a roofing background He's probably not going to go up that ladder on the two-story roof. I don't want him up there. Yeah, he's going to look at it from the ground. So it's a tough question to answer. Yeah, because a lot of times they'll say, see a recommended roofing company or call call a professional HVAC contractor to come out for further evaluation. That's right. right. And that's what, you know, they're there to spot things that don't look right. Right. And then obviously they're going to leave it to the specialist to come out, just like Brock said, to make sure that's our specific trade we're going to do another inspection just to make sure that they didn't miss anything either. Yeah, you'll actually see it in their paperwork. It says, this doesn't look right. Consult a professional. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, the, the, the electrical looks funny. Consult an electrician. Right. So they're there to tell you, hey, I, I don't know. This this might or might not be right. Call call somebody about it. So I don't sh- don't put too much faith right. in what the home inspector tells you. I know yeah. a lot of people think we're going to pay this guy paying him $2,000 to go out. He's going to tell us everything. No, he's not. He's going to miss a few things. If you, you know, bring out some other specialists, not just the home inspector, bring out a roofer. Right, right, Bring right, out right. A, uh, an electrician. Bring out some specialists and then bring out a home inspector. I want to bring out somebody I can sue if they screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, then I'm not going to inspect your crawl space. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Well, especially no. nowadays with how expensive everything is. Yeah. I mean, you're, you don't want to buy a house and not go through that whole inspection process. Right. To spend $400 for a roofing company to come out and do a thorough inspection that might catch that that roof needs to be replaced. It's definitely worth it for the yeah, peace of I mind. Yeah, I mean, that's negotiating yeah. from there. You're looking maybe $20,000. You're going to have to know that on the front end. That's peace really Peace of mind. Do, good. do the math. All right. Let's say you pay a a home inspector two, three grand to come inspect your house, right? Well, you know what? You can call RoofWorks. They might charge you two, three hundred bucks to come out and do a roof inspection. Call us. We do free inspections. Plumber's going to charge you two, three hundred bucks to do an inspection. Electrician, two, three hundred dollars to do an inspection. You add all that stuff up and you realize you can have eight specialists. Yeah come out and give you inspections yes. for what you're going to pay the home inspector who's probably going to miss a lot of things in each of those categories. Yeah. Okay, do, do you know, spend the money. Right. You're, you're almost spending the exact same amount of money, but bring in people that specialize in that field. You just call up a plumber and say, my pipes are leaking and we need to check <laughs> it out, even if they're not leaking. Hey, we're, we're, gonna, we're purchasing a home. We want a plumber to come out and tell us yes. what kind of shape it's in. They'll say, yes. okay, there's a $300 trip charge. It's fine. It's worth it. Yeah. If you're still yeah. in the due diligence period, it's worth it. All right. Sounds good. 919-860-9783 is the telephone number you can call. Talk to Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. 
or Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier, or Brian Finch from Finch Quality Painting. Brian, wake up. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> How are you doing today? He was, he was leaning back. I didn't want him to, you know. He's, These he's, chairs are comfortable. They are comfortable. Talk to me about paint, and um, the question came up last week about paint quality, but really I want to talk about paint types because I grew up hearing that there's some paint you can't put over other paints. Sure, and that's still the, the case today. Um, I think, you know, a lot of folks are going to the higher quality latex paints for their walls. Yeah. Which I think makes sense, and also, too, for the exterior of their houses because the higher quality of latex does um, weather better, expands and contracts with the weather. Right. And so there you're going to have a lot of give and, and take with the paint, and so it's going to it's going to age a lot better than the oil per se when you put oil on wood or on an exterior and you have the uv rays kind of hitting that and drying it out yeah um it can make for some brittle paint in the future and then cracking and then you'll have um a not good so good look and that's when the alligatoring happens or the mm -hmm. and so kind of you know the better the paint quality i believe you know that's kind of our company's standard is to use high quality paint just because it helps us succeed in what we're doing as a company you know, I've, there's so many people that are moving into this area right now. The, the housing market is booming. We, we talk about that all the time. A lot of these older homes, okay, I, I've noticed that the customers that are buying these homes are doing one of two things. They're, they're leaving it vintage, maybe a little bit of modern stuff on the inside, but the outside, they, they try to leave it in its original state. And a lot of other customers are trying to make those houses house a lot more modern. And I'm seeing a lot of painted brick. Okay, now my my question is, do you have to treat that surface? I'm assuming you have to clean the surface before you paint it, but is there any kind of treatment that you would put on it before painting the brick? And how long does that last, and how often should you put extra coats on it? Gosh, that's a, that's a great question, actually. Um, excuse me. Um, you know, there's a great uh, masonry primer locks on, which Sherwin-Williams makes, and it is a little bit more expensive, a little bit more higher quality, um, and there's some other primers out there that are universal primers that are latex in nature, and I would actually try to go with something like that so the brick can breathe, and then you top coat it with a nice latex on top, and then you'll definitely have, you know, if you do it with the higher quality paints, you do the, the Loxon primer plus two coats on top. That's you're really buying yourself some time there, especially if you're going with the really light color. So, I mean, that's kind of 15 to 20 years possibly that you're buying. Wow. And if you do have, say, the storm comes in that, you know, might throw a tree your way and have some, right. some nicks or something, um, touch-up ability is um, really unbelievable with the latex as well. You can go from corner to corner and not have to paint the whole house. And so that's something to keep in mind as well. Yeah, um, you know, the... The realtors that we bring on to the show, uh, yes. uh, Tanya um, has a and Julie here. Right. Tanya and Julie, uh, Tanya has a, a painted brick home, and it's just it's so beautiful. I mean, it looks so modern in a in an older neighborhood, and I've seen them where they can be done really well, right. and I'm seeing them where they they just look awful. It just was not the right choice, and I've always wondered, you know, how do you how do you paint brick where it's going to last a long time? But you're saying there's a 
primer you use on it it's two all coats. in the prep the prep the prep is everything and then also to the quality of the finished coats um, but the primer is really important i think the every step of the you know the pra- the process is important um the primer is especially important loxon's actually i think it retails for maybe 55 or 60 dollars a gallon that's not too bad is it a spray on <clears throat> it is that's what we would prefer the method we kind of spray and then we back roll it with a little bit bigger nap than you would normally use on a drywall per se so it's a little bit thicker um and so that would kind of give it a little bit more stain power once you back roll that spray application when you say nap is that the shape of the the texture of the um the roller so it's the thickness and so the thickness on the nap so you can get all different sizes and i believe you know we'd probably you know you would use a three-eighths inch possibly for a fine finish maybe on a drywall yeah and then you might go to a half inch to a quarter inch, possibly, um, on some semi-rough to you know rougher surfaces. Let's pick up with Howard in Cary. Howard, thank you very much for kicking us off. How you doing? Good, Dave. How are you? Good. What's going on? Well, um, I, I just, I just, uh, my my list of projects just got jogged by oh. the, what the painter gentleman said. Yeah, I have a very small job. Uh, I have an aluminum storm door where the the paint is not only the wrong color, but it's worn out, perhaps to the, the to its benefit. Yeah. And uh, I had somebody come out and look at it and said they would not paint it. They would not guarantee it if they if they painted it. So I'm wondering is is there a magic formula that one could use on an aluminum storm door to to get a, at least a few years out of it? Oh, totally. Yes. Great a, question. That is great a great question. question, but there's totally ways to save your aluminum door for many years to come just to kind of save you some money from not going out to buy that that next aluminum door that you're thinking about. But um, there's a Sherwin-Williams product that's um, it's a little bit hard to come by, but you can find it in certain commercial stores, and it's an industrial primer that's a universal primer that's called, uh, I believe it's, uh, let me see, it's... It's an industrial procryl, is what it's called, and it's a Sherwin Williams um, metal universal primer, and it just um, it's just spelled P R O C R Y L, and you just go down to the Sherwin Williams on Tryon Road, usually carries carries it. Um, go down there and you can grab a gallon of that, uh, sand your door down, or you know maybe wash it a little bit, get the peeling paint off, um, put two coats of that on there just at the peeling area, and then possibly one coat the rest of the door. And then okay. um, coat the, you know, put a good top coat on it. You can really use any top coat, but the best combination for that pro krill would be the sure krill, which is kind of the the brother component of the top coat for the industrial metal door that you've kind of kind of started with that. So, and aluminum sometimes can be a little bit gentle as far as these uh, primers. So you just want to double check with the guys at the at the store, but I believe it'll work for you real well. Pro Krill okay. and Shrill Krill? Sure Krill. Sure Krill. And they're right. both industrial kind of commercial products. Howard, great question. Thank you. All right, okay. take care. Telephone number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Holly Bowers from Roofworks is here. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF. 
FM 98.5 AM 680 WPCF. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. She is the operations manager. You want to call her 919-860-9783 because she's here. Also, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Painting's the kind of thing, honestly, and we will talk this talk about this more, Brian, that a lot of people, that is their entry-level, quote-unquote, construction job. Not that they start their construction career in painting, but that's the thing where dad says, eh, go down and get a gallon of paint. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, I started my construction career in digging ditches. Mm-hmm. Digging ditches. Yeah, right. footers. But um, painting is a, is a great entry to, into construction as well. But it's it also, when you've got yourself a half-million-dollar house, it might not be the smartest thing to just say, I'm going to save a buck on, you know, just painting myself. I, I really, I don't think so because I think oh. the quality paints really do pay off in the end. Because if you have any kind of you know guest over, have kids, you right. have pets, animals, um, any of that you know wear and tear will add up. And and even in these restaurants that we work in, um, you know they're using the highest quality paint they can just because they don't want to paint it twice a year. They want to paint it maybe once every three or four years because restaurants will get quite a bit of you know people walking through putting their yeah. hands on the walls and, yeah. and everybody's got the you know the greasy hands in the restaurants and <laughs> how, how often do you get called out to fix diy paint jobs uh, it's, it used to be quite a bit because um you know everybody just wanted to kind of and during covid everybody wanted to do their own work which i understood sure and, and so after COVID, we got caught out quite a few times and, um, <laughs> We we gave it a shot. Didn't work out. Please come fix this. But we totally understand it, and we um we love to help people out like that because it just shows that they um they tried and they just they didn't fail. They just didn't like what they accomplished. Holly, what is the story that Brock told about a uh, uh, a house that they thought it was just a quote unquote just a roof? Yeah, so there was this old historical home in Apex that Brock, he had his team out there. They were doing insulation, yeah. and they ran into some serious issues when they were up there getting ready to get started. And so Brock thought maybe it was a roofing-related, so what we did is we sent our team out to go take a look at it. We inspected the roof, got inside the attic, and so what happened is they've got two chimneys inside the home that have been terminated inside the actual home itself. Okay. From the you know second floor down, all the way down to the footings. And they've right. got the, the brick is still up in the attic. So the top part of the chimney is still in the attic. And what's happening is they've got this one chimney that's floating in the attic and just basically being held up by two steel straps. And so Brock was thinking maybe because the roof, the weight of the roof load was too heavy and it was kind of, it was making the attic sink, but it was actually, it's the chimney itself. Wow. And so what it's done is it's cracked the floor joist uh, all the way to the soffit. So it's, it's pretty intense. But am I, am I right in this particular situation? It is true that a roofer came through at some point and found problems with the roof decking. Well, they they had their roof replaced. I think Brock said several years ago, and they had like an old turn metal roof system with the yeah. open uh, rafters, and they had to do a deck over to put shingles on, which that's typical of that situation. <laughs> okay. Um, and but Brock just thought maybe this was a roof related problem, so we sent our guys out and just got in the attic and did 
a further inspection, and we found quite a bit of structural issues that need to be addressed. It was, it was unlike anything we had ever seen before. It was even threw me for a loop, you know, what, taking a look at this this poor guy's house. Um, right. But we uh, essentially the floor joist. If you're standing in an attic, yeah. right, you're you're walking across the floor joist when all the insulation is down there. Yeah, we call them floor joists because we're in the attic. Right, yeah, they're actually right, your right. ceiling, ceiling joists. They're ceiling right? joists. Yeah. Okay, so. Picture when 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 Holly said canceled out, terminated. Yeah. Okay. So you're sitting in your living room. You're looking at where your chimney used to be. It's gone. It's all been <laughs> it's all been walled over. It's just drywall now. Well, you would think they would disassemble it all the way up through the roof. Oh, but, I gotcha. It would they, have been an excellent opportunity when they were demoing the lower part to just right. demo the rest of Take it. Take the rest of the chimney. So what they did is they they brought it all the way up to where it is in the attic and then supported it on straps. And the overwhelming <laughs> crushing weight of this chimney oh, is actually Lord. breaking the ceiling joist and pushing the chimney down towards the first floor mm. and uh, of course when we knew that when we figured out what was going on i called the customer and said look we're going to suspend this insulation job indefinitely i know you have like. a lot of issues that you you want to want to try to take care of but holly's guys got out there as quickly as possible we're able to figure out what the problem was so we thank them for that all right we're, we may talk about that if you've got a roofing issue call us up or a painting issue or a question. Uh, we've got Holly Bowers from Roofworks, Brian Finch from Finch Quality Painting, and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. The radio show is called Making Your Home Great on WPTF. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander. Holly Bowers, the operations manager at RoofWorks, is here. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. All right, Brian, I want to ask you about this because Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers is here the other week. In fact, he sat right there and he told me something of paint. He he taught me something, Brian, that I want to double check with you. He says the heavier, the most more physically heavy the paint is probably it's better quality i feel like he's onto something there yeah yep because those industrial paints that we use the primers i was just speaking of the the procryl gallon and the shurkryl gallon those those gallons are heavy he says it's because when you paint of course you're you got to have some liquid in the can right that's right but if you have a lot of liquid in the can that means the paint stuff the physical material the matter the less of it yep that stuff is going to dry on there you want a lot of that stuff you want a lot of the you know um gosh the moldicides you know um fungicides in there you want yeah. you want to have a lot of chemical and, and chemicals aren't in this you know regard bad thing for the right. for paint so right. you want to have the the chemistry needs to be updated and um what we have going on now in the market with like your top end paints from Sherwin Williams and, and Ben Moore, um, they're all great. You know, the advance as far as Ben Moore's um, trim line or, or trim paint, that's one of the most um, outstanding paints out there. And that's, uh, you can tell also by the prices. I know that you know, people complain about prices, but the advance actually went up in price over the past two years, about $25 over what it was a gallon. So that kind of tells you how. How, how good it works. Can I, should I go to the paint store 
or to the big box store for my paint? You know, that's a good question. Um, I used to do both, and I still do, yeah. um, because I believe in, you know, getting everybody else's opinion is always a good thing. And mm-hmm. um, I think the big box stores are great for certain things, and I think the paint stores are good for focused um, results. So if you have something that you're really working on that you aren't sure about, I would go to a paint store. But if you kind of know what you're doing and you're just kind of in a hurry and you kind of need yeah. to get in oh, and yeah. out, the box stores can be the place to go. They are nice and convenient. I mean, I've noticed with the box, you know, you're talking about the quality paint. I've noticed that, that some of the bigger box stores, you, you know, you got an aisle of paint, right? Yeah. Just both sides. You got 50 bays full of paint. Well, the two bays down on the end, that's the really good paint. Right, everything else. <laughs> okay, so it's not that they don't carry high. It, it can good be confusing. Stuff. Yeah, because they have a lot of different numbers on the sides. They'll have you know different like the one hundred or the the the, the thirty five hundred. Right. The, you know, and so it can it can be confusing, and that person might be a little bit overwhelmed with you know helping other people out, other other customers out, and so you might not get the the right paint per se in the box stores. Whereas in the painting stores, they really concentrate on um, customer service, yeah. and it's it's pretty isolated. And that's, I mean, that's their that's their whole job. Those that guys is. know everything about paint. You can right. go in there right. and you know bounce ideas off of them. I like the paint store. Yeah, the paint store works well with uh, most 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 ideas. All right, the the opportunity now is for you to win a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company. They have two locations in this area, Spring Forest and the Village District. I'm pretty sure we still have the Spring Forest uh, coupons here, and that's what we're sending out. Uh, Cape Fear Seafood Company, uh, gift certificate, $25. Next caller, 919-860-9783. And there is that possibility that caller number two will get the second coupon. (laughs) I mean, you know, sometimes I spread these things out. But sometimes you don't. Well, when somebody calls and they're caller number two, I feel badly for them, especially when they're on hold. They got a legitimate question. By the way, it's got to be a legitimate question, not, hey, Holly, um, does RoofWorks do roofs? Do roofs? (laughs) Yes, they do. Thank you very much for asking. Um, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting is here. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Holly, does RoofWorks do roofs? <laughs> no, we definitely you don't. Do, you right. don't get a gift card. No okay, gift card. All right. Do you do soffits and fascia? We do, and we have a, a big gutter department, so all of that goes hand in hand. Fascia. I should, I should translate fascia replacement, soffit replacement, water displacement. I will. I will. I will translate for those who are not in construction or care. The soffit and fascia is the boxy kind of area. At the end of the roof. Well, so you've got your rake lines, oh, and yeah. that's that's fascia, and then fascia. you have your eaves, which the eaves are where the gutters are. When you see gutters hanging on the eaves, that's that's the eaves. So you have eaves and rakes, but yes, it's all fascia, and we replace so, all of that along with the soffits. So any construction that has to happen near where the roof is, I mean, I guess I guess my point is, oh, even to the point of gutters. Yes. So it, it all really goes hand in hand. It's like the total envelope. So if we get up there and we're doing a roof and we see rotten fascia, we right. need to go ahead and take care of that because we're going to be installing drip edge to make sure that that drip edge, starter shingles, everything is up there properly and it's watertight. Right. 
Um, the same thing with gutters. We will not install new gutters on right. rotten fascia. Absolutely not. I, I go totally, ahead and replace the fascia first. I completely hate multiple phone calls, right? <laughs> I, this whole idea, I, I had to put in a, uh, wanted to put in a uh, garbage disposal, <laughs> but I needed a plumber the same day I needed an electrician. <laughs> That's not going to happen. How can I do that? <laughs> so, so if I can call you for everything roof related and gutter related, that's a, that's a great thing. It definitely is, and I I was just thinking when you were talking about the weight of the paint, it's the same concept with shingles as well because yeah. the heavier they are, the longer they're going to last. Okay, so tell me about the highest quality shingles. So you've got the Grand Manor, obviously goes up to four hundred pounds um, per yeah. square, and so what what that is is basically it's a thicker triple laminated shingle which is which is going to last a lot longer it's not going to wear down as fast you see those on very expensive homes that's yeah, right when you're house. when you're driving yeah. so well you can put it on your house too yeah. okay but you know that's like putting four thousand dollar rims on your 81 honda Accord. <laughs> i've done that <laughs> you've done that. i had a dodge omni, uh, omni with spinners was that when you're in college <laughs> was in college years uh grand grand manor man when you drive through these neighborhoods <laughs> <laughs> these one two three million dollar houses those are the shingles that you see up on those yeah yes. and they're okay. they're the true lifetime 50 year shingles oh, yeah. i mean they're really they're truly gonna last you 50 years and that's, as long as it's done right the flashing is done right that seems to be worth it for that for 50 year purchase for the for the for your roof like that yeah i, mean, I would definitely. think that would be a good aim for anyone oh yeah and they're just beautiful like brock said they really really are yeah, when you have marble floors and gold toilets, you want to protect that with <laughs> yeah, a hot. You don't want to have any, any, any leaking going high on end that. shingle no. up there with you know, especially good, when the marbles drainage. from Italy. And, yeah. But that is the difference of why like a three tab shingle is you know obviously going to be the lightest right. of yeah. all. That's why the lifespan on that is a lot less than all the rest of them. Yeah, the first big windstorm can pull up your three tabs. Can so. I even buy three tab shingles? You can. I can. I mean, oh. if unless you're doing a repair to match it, I wouldn't recommend doing it for a, a new replacement. Okay, all right. I, I, and I had, a, I had a situation where I had to replace the the roof on an old house, and, I, and the insurance paid for it because of this, you know, sort of damage. And I will tell you that the kind of shingles to buy is the stuff that's just about to be eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not because No, no, no. You're not going to get a match. So cheap. I'm not going to so get So cheap. No. So funny. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Because the Because I don't make them anymore. That's right. The the insurance guy said, "No, I had three tap shingles." Yeah, three tab shingles. Yeah, and they don't and make them anymore. Mr. Alexander, they just, they just did that last line. Of we can't color. replace these. Oh, the six a... shingles that are damaged, we can't replace those. We never match them. And therefore, Mr. Alexander, we're going to do your entire roof. That, that depends also on uh, some of the insurance companies or different insurance companies that will approach that differently. Okay. Uh, in my experience, some of the uh, cheaper insurance companies, no, they'll go up there and patch your roof with black shingles, even though your <laughs> your your roof is white, and, and they'll expect you to say thank you when they're done. So no, it has a lot to do with what insurance you have as well. <laughs> okay. If you are waiting on hold to be on the radio show, we'll get you on in a very short amount of time. Holly Bowers, the operations manager at RoofWorks. 
is here. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Brian, we talked last week about this, and I do want to bring it up again because I got the paint expert here. There is no mold elimination paint. I wish there was, Dave. There's, <laughs> I mean, it would have to be made with some pretty intense chemicals, but I'd go for it. If I could just take a moldy piece of drywall and paint over it, and then the mold would never, never come back. Yeah, so yeah, we when we see mold on drywall nowadays, we just take it out. We just cut it out and and act like it's kind of um just bad for business, you know. We don't want to have it around when we put gloves on, put guys in masks and Right, right. We take it out. The, the and Brock has is involved in mold remediation. Mhm. Is there anything? I mean, bathroom mold, you know that little speckly stuff. Little speckly stuff is black mold. Okay. So when you get these little black specks, and, you know, actually Finch came out and, and painted my bathroom over that same thing. He's right. the one that came out. Right. Uh, but I had to hit that with a palm sander for right. about 45 minutes to try to get all the staining out of the drywall before they painted it over. Got to be remediated before. Yeah, and I think we replaced some of the ones that were actually um, really effective because sometimes that mold will actually, and it's obviously done by moisture as well, so the moisture will attack the drywall or gypsum, and so it's going to be compromised anyway. And so you're going to want to possibly replace that little maybe two-by-two square that the leak has been kind of repetitively using for years sometimes up to, like, you know, some houses, they have those small leaks that you never really understand until – they finally get through a certain patch of, say, you know, the drywall where it kind of just finally puddles enough to where it just turns black and then more black and then years go by and it just gets bigger and bigger. What about roof leaks or water damage on uh, in a spot on the ceiling? I, I have heard people say this, and I don't know whether it's called kills or bins or something. This white substance is not a pain, it's not a... It, it, you you put it up on there, oh, you, you're never going to have a problem. <laughs> I mean, that's a great way to, but like Brock said, you have to attack the initial problem first. And I believe, you know, if you don't attack the black, you know, depending on the mold, some molds are not as bad. I mean, I'm not trying to defend mold by any means, but um no some you, leaks you are, go ahead and be mold's <laughs> advocate here and some leaks are worse than others obviously but um if you have like a mild leak and a mild um spot the oil primer is good but right um if it's kind of an attack spot that looks like it might be black and dark in sense then um cutting it out is probably the best way yeah all right all right telephone number 919-860-9783 860-WPTF holly bowers Operations Manager from RoofWorks is here. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. Bob in Hillsborough, welcome to the radio show. How you doing, Bob? Hey, Bob, welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, What's going on? Yeah, I had a question. Um, I, I've used this product called uh, it's Wet and Forget, I think it's called. And I was wondering what the opinions are about that. Wet and forget, am I correct? Yeah. Wet and forget. Brock, what do you think? Brock would Brock would tell you, and now, now Brock's looking it up. And uh, yeah, I'm not overly I, familiar with I it. I believe I saw it on the shelf the other day for the first time, and I believe. Um, am, am I wrong to say is it is it a primer or is it a paint or is it is it? No, um, it's a fungicide of some kind. Okay. It looks like it's a 
no-scrub, bleach-free house. So if it's bleach-free, it's a concrobium. Um, how much, Bob, how much do you think you're going to be putting down, or how much mold do you have? <laughs> yes, go ahead. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I've, uh, it just have, seems to be doing a pretty good job. It's kind of just spray it on and and then uh, let it go, and then the mold and mildew just disappears about two or three months later. Well, and my question is, what are you spraying it on? Is that drywall? No, 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 no. Uh, roof, uh, brick. Yes. Uh, that that actually that, that it's a concrobium. So there's there's a few different ones out there. Wet and forget is a is a competitor of like RMR eighty six, which is a concrobium uh, product that we use. So looking at on it on the website, it looks like it's very similar to an RMR product, which is a plant based microbial. Um, spraying that on brick or, or surfaces like that should absolutely kill the mold yeah uh, if you if you get mold on your drywall you can spray it on that mold and it will kill the mold but yeah on the drywall the mold is going to come back if you do not you spray it kill it then you go in there with a sander and you sand the staining out of the drywall then you can repaint but but mold that started elsewhere other than the surface of the drywall if it started on the back you're out of luck you're most of the time that's that's the mold you uncover and we've always said before you don't you don't you know you don't know where that mold is you uncover it one day right okay all right well listen bob congratulations i'm going to hand you a 25 dollars gift certificate to cape fear seafood company they've got two locations in the raleigh area spring forest is the coupon we're sending you Cape Fear Seafood Company with the freshest possible ingredients. They specialize in regional American seafood, signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, and incredible desserts. They are at capefearseafood.com. Bob, thank you. Wow. Thank you. That's very generous of you. All right. Take care of yourself. Have yourself a good day. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5. AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. In studio, Holly Bowers, the operations manager from RoofWorks, Brian Finch from Finch Quality Painting, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Jerry in Apex. Jerry, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Good. Now, I heard that there was a little bit of a a moment where you were about to go on the radio. Yeah. But you were at the drive-thru. That is, I was one car away. It's been a, it's a long wait. All right. Still in line. And and we were concerned that we were going to be in competition with the other people with the microphone near you. You know what I mean? I mean, there's priorities here. Jerry, go ahead. What's your question? Who's your question for? Oh, a question? Oh. Do you have a question? You oh, do. Oh, my oh, word. Dear. Jerry's been on hold for an hour and a half because we <laughs> waited for her to get to the front of the drive through line and give her credit card and everything else. She didn't realize that she had to have a question. Mm. Maybe this we should ask Let's Jerry. give Jerry a question. Let's give okay. Jerry a question. All right, Jerry, which of the following... Is named after a man. Okay. A Phillips head screwdriver. Okay. Or 
um, what's what's the IKEA? Uh, what is it? An Allen wrench. Allen wrench, <laughs> or Venn diagram. Which of those are named after a man? Gosh, this is. This I'm is tough, going Dave. to say they. It all sounds masculine. I'm going to say an Allen wrench. Yeah, I have no idea. That's the one I didn't. I know. think I was say who did. has the answer to this yeah, question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you that. I know Vin was a guy. Vin was a guy. Vin was a guy. He's he's buried. He's an English mathematician. Oh, yep. And he's buried at the intersection of two. Is he in Oxford? C- cement. Uh, no, it was, uh, I don't think it was Oxford. I don't think it was Oxford. But he's somewhere he's, over there. You know what they. He was a classically trained mathematician, and the guys from the science department would always come by and say, "Hey, hey, Vin, listen, we're splitting atoms down the hallway. You want, you want, or unless you're busy with your circles." All right, that was an excellent question, Dave. You get the gift card. All right, and by the way, the Phillips screwdriver is named after a fellow named Phillips, and it's used in industrial things. It, oh, all it, kinds of stuff. You couldn't, but you couldn't run a factory. You couldn't screw a screw in with a flathead screwdriver. By flat, by the way, Jerry Flathead is also named after a man. Okay, so <laughs> you've won a twenty-five. You've won, but not earned a twenty-five dollars <laughs> certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company with two locations: Spring Forest in the Village District, Cape Fear Seafood Company. Fresh as possible ingredients. Sometimes the fish in the kitchen is still flippity flapping. Just a I've little been bit. There All several right. times, and I've never had anything less than wonderful. Oh, wow, they're, they're, that's awesome! Chowder. Go get the chowder. Even if you're eating something else, just make them bring you a bowl yeah, of chowder because so it's right the now. best you're going to have. All right, Dave. They are at CapeFearSeafood.com. Yes. You were 100% right. Yes. In 1909, an American named William G. Allen patented yes. a oh, screw yeah. head with a six-sided hexagon shape oh, yeah. Yeah. and accompanying hexagon driver. Gosh. Called it the Hex Socket Set. Wow. His company, Allen <laughs> Manufacturing Company in Hartford, Connecticut, became manufacturing and it is now known as Allen Safety Screws. Wow. Dave, Dave taught me something today. And- and if your best furniture in your house came with a free Allen wrench. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Allen. You might be an Alexander. All right. Faye <laughs> is on the line from Mevin. How you doing, Faye? Doing great. Thank Good. you, Dave. You are on with Holly Bowers, Operations Manager at Roofworks, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Please yes, tell me you got a question. I do have a question, but it's not for any of those specialties. What's that? I wanted to draw on their collegial relationships to see if you can help me find someone to fix my fireplace. Sure. She's in Mebane. Her fireplace needs work. What's wrong with your fireplace? Well, um, at one point, my, I'm in the uh, family home, and at one point, my parents put a an insert in the fireplace, which was screwed into the bricks. Mm-hmm. So those ba- basic... Um, structural bricks need to be replaced. Oh, so you need and some brickwork. You need a mason. On the floor. I'm sorry? Yeah, uh, she needs a mason. Somebody to point up yeah. some brick and possibly take some brick out and then put is, some brick in. Is the damage visible from... Is it accessible, in other words? 
Oh, yeah, through the living room, yes, of course. It's op- it will be open when I take away everything that I have it closed up with right now. Oh, I've, I've, got a great, um, I've got a great friend um, that's in the masonry business. Um, you know, you're more than welcome to reach out to him. His name's Mike Harrigan of Old South Masonry. Um, he does great, fantastic work. He does um, work on exterior kitchens and interior um, fireplaces as well, so... Okay, so he probably knows how to do the other stuff, like put in the tiles down for the, um, what do you call the the apron or whatever you call it. Yes, ma'am. He's um, he's very versed in that, and and that I think the fireplaces and and even interior and exterior. But yes, ma'am. Great, Mike Har- Harrigan. Harrigan of Old South Masonry. Old, Old South Masonry. Those are good guys to wonderful. know. Yeah, those masons so are good much. people to That's know. That's wonderful. Yes, ma'am. Anybody locally that can do the whole package, so that will be wonderful. Thank y'all so much. Yes, ma'am, Faye. Faye, thank you very much. I appreciate you calling. Thanks, uh, Dave. Uh, all right, take care. Bye bye. Okay, bye bye. She's in Mebane. I love those phone calls. I love being able to give out my them. my contacts info. I mean, I take a lot of pride in who I surround myself with, so I love being able to give out my my guy's info people should know that behind the scenes brock is like the network guy okay <laughs> if we if i draw a blank if our salespeople around here draw a blank and say you know i don't know who should we call right because we need somebody on next week's show brock would be like oh yeah, i know nine other people <laughs> might be might be interested you, you kind of um, have to when you're in our industry yeah right. you definitely do you, you know what every customer asks do you know a painter yeah call Bench quality, quality painting. You know, an HVAC guy, I'm striking out, finding an electrician. You know, I, I enjoy being able to pass over that type of information because that means a homeowner trusts me enough to ask in the first place. That's good. So and it's, you can it's send him someone. That, someone that I trust that's and right. I know they're going to be happy. Hey, that's thank right. you so much for sending me RoofWorks. They really fixed my problem. You're I, welcome. And it sounds like you get tied up in a lot of, you know, projects that are you know, involve multiple people. Well, you should yes. see a lot going out to the houses. I mean, you're always going to see other stuff that needs to be done outside of your trade. All right. Making your home great continues for a second hour. Uh, we're going to gently, politely ask whether anybody's hanging out for the second hour. That's coming up next on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. We didn't really get an opportunity to say you know goodbye and thank you and everything the last hour, so we're going to ask him to hold on just a little bit. Uh, telephone number 919-860-9783. Holly, it's uh, leaf season. Do we call RoofWorks for 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 gutter cleaning? Yeah, we do gutter cleaning, roof cleaning. It's always good to have a roofing company go do that for you because we can also check the roof while we're out there cleaning the gutters and keeping the roof, getting all the debris off the roof. You say roof cleaning. Yes. I want to encourage people not to tell their their handyman carpenter, uh, handyman carpent uh, contractor (laughs) with the... sprayer well it's not it's not that kind of do cleaning. not you're talking about cleaning debris that's right getting uh, debris pine straw out of valleys and transitional areas where you know the pitch might be a little bit lower and 
stuff just tends to sit on those roofing areas, which can cause a lot of damage if you don't keep them clean. I've been on on roofs where you know there's a lot of pine straw and buildup in one yeah. of the valleys. Yeah, it hasn't rained in three weeks. Yes, and then you go to blow this stuff off and, and get it off, and it is just sopping wet That's right. underneath it. Yeah, but it just retains so much moisture and and. You know, when it, your roof isn't designed to have standing water on it. It's designed for water runoff. A standing water would be like TPO, you know. Yeah, that's right. And also, like, the pine straw, it's just, pine straw is bad for asphalt as it is, so you just don't yeah. want that sitting on the roof for too long. Okay. And All a right. lot of these houses are, you know, they've got trees wrapped around them. Yeah, pine trees are everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and gutters, full gutters are horrible for your fascia because that's what tends to rot fascia out. So there's just so many things that... You have to. You've got to keep up with the gutter cleaning and roof cleaning because it will cause serious, unnecessary damage for you. Just go ahead and pay someone to come out and do it because you don't want to pay for a ten thousand dollar facial replacement job. I promise you. I don't understand how that works. I understand that it's bad that my gutters are clogged. That's right. Okay. So if they're clogged up, what happens is water doesn't water can't go anywhere. So right. most likely it's going to back up into the roof underneath the shingles and then start rotting. Coming down the wall right there at the eave line, it just it creates so many issues. And a lot of times you don't even know until it starts showing itself on the other side of the sheetrock inside the home. So it could be leaking for a couple of years and you just have no idea. Yeah. And, you know, where the gutter mounts to the side of the house is on your fascia, right? Yeah. Well, if yeah, the yeah. roof is done properly, the shingles come down and actually just neck in the top part of the gutter. Mm-hmm. That's so all the water runoff goes straight into the gutter. Well, if the gutter fills up with water, that water backs up underneath the shingle. And now it's in your yeah. your, your fascia, it's in your soffit, it, it can cause premature rot to your roofing deck. Especially yeah. if you don't have drip edge, because that's the uh, purpose yeah. of the drip edge. And, and you see kind of a lot of that with the dormers sometimes from the 80s. If you see dormers from the 80s, um, that people may have may or may not you know, flash correctly right. or have flashed correctly since the re-shingling um, of that roof. So we see quite a bit of that rot, wood rot, right. where the dormers exist. Well, and they think, well, I've got gutters, they're, they're, they're good. And I said, no, you know, they, they, you got to make sure that there's good water flow. And you, right. you don't want that to back up because now they're useless. My, and I'll, I'll sort of do a public service for people who've moved from icy conditions, you know, from Yankee land. There is, a, my dad's house never had gutters. It may have had gutters, and then one winter they just fell off, okay, <laughs> because that's the kind of thing that would happen in the winter, which is why in my dad's neighborhood, nobody had gutters. Here you got to have gutters. We get no rain for a month. Then we get a month's worth of rain in 10 minutes, okay? Yeah, and the design— and you got to keep it clear. Yeah, the design of his home, they probably had the bigger— soffits like we talked right, about the, two or three the overhangs yep. yeah when you have the bigger overhangs you don't necessarily need the gutter and system. you have the rafter systems yep. and i don't know if are you from up north yeah yeah that's yeah. i mean that's pretty typical up there to see the older homes built like that but and they're just not built like that now you've got a foot overhang sometimes even less which right. you really need to have gutter systems with that kind of architecture and even some of the houses down here you'll see some of the historic homes are starting to kind the of bungalows. implement yeah, yeah they're starting to implement the gutter systems when they didn't have them possibly for forever so you're starting to see that because of what you said dave with the impending just craziness of the subtropical you know, environment that we are in yeah and those those older houses that have those soffits that are you know eight inches wide as opposed to two feet yeah. you know 
those are always the roofs that are the worst when it comes to ventilation because there's not enough room to put soffit vents. So typically those roofs just have two gable vents and a ridge vent. They're like, why is my house always hot? Yeah, because they didn't put the the way they designed the house. The flow of the air is just not correct. It's just not adequate. Right. Yeah. And when you're sitting on the porch, you're looking straight up or more or less straight up Mm -hmm. to the edge of the roof line. What am I looking at? What is that product called? Is That's, that your soffit? Soffit. That's your soffit. That's your soffit. Yes. It's it's a piece of metal. Wood. It's got holes in it. It's wood, but yeah, oh, if it's, it is it, wood? so yours is probably perforated. It almost looks like yeah. a cheese like grater. A soffit board. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it is. That's a perforated soffit. So that's what's more modern. That's, that's what they're putting on newer homes. It's a lot better, of these, actually. it is much better. A lot of these older homes, you'll see one six inch by eight inch vent every yeah. ten feet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you have a house that has no soffits then there's no intake ventilation. You're just relying on your gables, and hopefully you have a ridge vent. Because if you don't, those are the attics that go north of 150 degrees in mm. the summer. Right. Mm. And and if But I'm looking up there. I'm trying to identify this for folks who, you know, new to construction or new to whatever. Google soffit. Soffit. You look up there, and you see that soffit. Now, I've forgotten my original question. But I'm going to, as a politician would, I'm just going to keep talking through it. Keep carrying. Keep carrying until I until they think of it. Don't fumble the ball, Dave. Air's got to go through the that cheese grater. Yeah. Correct. And up through. The attic. The attic. That's and, your and intake. And out the top. And then out the top. So you have to have intake and outtake. If you just have outtake, it's really hot in your attic. Is that, you just is that, kind, of a, is that kind of a balance of sorts with your it balancing? Is. That's the proper ventilation system. And nowadays, the manufacturer is not going to warrant any any product, most likely, when it comes to shingles, if the house is not ventilated. So they don't properly. they don't warrant any kind of breakage or any kind no, of. No, that's. I mean, they you have to have proper ventilation because if not, it's going to break the shingle down faster. So they're not going to warrant that, knowing that your house isn't vented correctly and that shingle is probably going to last ten years less than it should if. Is that is that troubles that y'all have to to tell folks and you know, to kind of switch things oh, over to kind of get that manufacturer's yeah, warranty? Yeah, and for us, I mean, it's just the right way to do it. Anyways, right. if you're going to put a new roof on, you want to make sure that 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 home is vented the way it's supposed to be if it wasn't originally. And some of these houses that are much older, these 1920s, 30s bungalows that just don't have soffit vents. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Because it's pretty specific in the warranty for the roofing materials that you have to have proper ventilation. Well, if your roof starts breaking down that you just put in five or six years ago and GAF or certain teed sends a rep out there to inspect it and they realize, well, you don't have any intake ventilation. You just voided your entire roof warranty. What, what well, they do have, you do? They have, they have e-ventilation now. So they've got products that you can use that you can actually put under the shingle. And so they found a solution to that. It's just oh, wow. making sure that you do it if that if you run into those type of situations. Yes. The, the mm. other thing is to pick up the phone and call RoofWorks and ask about solar fans. Mm. Yes? Yeah, I mean, Brock... Or do we call Brock first? Yeah, well, Brock puts Either them or. in, and we'll, he'll, he'll sell it, and we'll go out there and install it. So we got a really good team going here, nice. actually. Yeah, it's a it's a good relationship we have with RoofWorks. But, um, you know, I, personally, I'm, I'm a big fan of ridge vents. Mm-hmm. I think they're the, the, the best option. There's no moving parts. There's nothing to break. Once it's on there, it's working. Mm-hmm. It's insurable. Right. You know, a storm comes soon, tears it up. They're going to replace your roof and your ridge vent. Right. But some of these roofs do not, are not a good, um, it's not a good solution. So a, a hip roof, for example, where it looks like a pyramid. Mm-hmm. And all all yeah. the sides come up to a certain point. And you have this ridge up there at top that's like six feet long. 
Yeah. But the attic space is 1,300 square feet. Right. That ridge vent is not going to be adequate enough to move enough airflow out of that attic. So most of the time, those are the attics that, that just get really, really hot. So that is a good option for a solar attic fan. Right. We install solar at well, excuse me, we sell yeah. solar attic fans. Oh, yeah, Roofworks yeah. installs them well, for that's, us. That's a good strategy on your part. It, it is. That is a good strategy. Yeah, and also like you might because we've seen it a lot where someone has a room they've added an addition on, but it's actually disconnected from the attic itself, and so they need to be able to vent that space as well. It's just, situation like that a solar fan would be a great candidate to yeah and and you've got a couple of options i I have people all the time that say well well i've got an electric fan okay is it working uh i I don't know (laughs) is there a switch the reason i ask is it working is those things they last about four to seven years those are the good ones you know the motor will go out it's well that's because every day it runs continuously all, the time. all summer long. Well, and it's electric, right? Right. So it's counterproductive. You're using electricity mm. to cool off your attic to cut down on the runtime to save electricity. Right. You're using right. electricity to save electricity. Mm. Put a solar attic fan up there. No electricity is used. You're storing it. The ones that we do are 1,881 cubic feet per minute. These things pull a lot wow. of air. That's strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your bill is not going to go up. It's going to go down. That's real strong. I want paper in the kitchen to move. Because of the <laughs> I, want, I want the, you know, the, the, the paper plates need to fly it'll, off the... <laughs> it'll lift the toupee to the ceiling. If the, the hot dog's not holding on the paper plate, it's going to fly off the table. The, <laughs> I want what looks like the airplane movies when the... <laughs> Window blows out. I want the paper everything gets motor. sucked out of the no, house. No, I just, I just want you know, I want the airflow, but I don't want it to pull the heating air out. No, obviously. actually, if we do an install, so if we have Roofworks come out and put in a solar attic fan, we require on the contract that we have to air seal the attic floor. So we'll go through there with crack and joint foam, and anywhere oh, yeah. the utility penetrations, can lights, ceiling fans, anywhere there's a hole in the drywall, as long as they are IRC can lights, if they're the old school can lights. Okay. You can't spray foam directly on top of that. We have to cover them with can light covers. Yeah, okay. But if they're newer can lights, we can seal up around all the penetrations. And now your attic is no longer sucking air from the living space. It's just pulling attic air. Right. Makes sense. Nice. Makes great. sense. Holly Bowers, the operations manager at RoofWorks, has got to go in a little bit. Holly, thank you. You're welcome. How do we get in contact with RoofWorks? Well, you can call us at 919-852-2660, or you can also go on our website and put in an estimate request, and that is RoofWorks.com. RoofWorks, R-O-O-F-W-E-R-K-S. That's it. So just so you know, service marks are weird. If you think, (laughs) just pick up a Dunkin' Donuts can. (laughs) <laughs> or a Dunkin' Donuts cup. They've misspelled both dunking and donuts on the cup. <laughs> Roof Works had to misspell works. We just wanted to be unique. You wanted to be that's unique. exactly what we are. It's very, very unique. Very good. Roof Works. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. We talked about I asked you about about an hour ago about paint types that you can't paint on top of one paint if you've painted another um i remember this because my dad's house my dad painted something on top of something and now you might not find this to be a surprise 
But throughout my childhood, there was flaking paint coming from the kitchen walls. Is that the, I mean, that's, that's the, you're, you're saying that's the, that, that's really what you do first is prep the area that comes yeah, to prep. That comes with everything that we do is we try to, um, how do you say, we try to go ahead and just imagine that everything is needed prepping. So we, we right. sand, we do a good, um, if it's gypsum, we'll go ahead and fix all the, the gashes or the imperfections in the wall with, yeah. uh, with mud. And then we'll go back in and sand again. And, and the sanding portion of it's just going to give us a nice, um base coat for um prime and then we'll use the primer and typically we'll use a an oil primer if it's been kind of an older house or we'll use a latex primer mm-hmm. if it's a newer house and so those things just kind of come with time and and what the needs are for the house and you can literally look at a paint job at a wall i'm i'm double checking here and you can tell me what paint's on there Typically, yes. I mean, if it's trim, um, sometimes the trim can be a little bit notched uh, very intricately where um, sometimes with the modified oils and the oil paint, um, it's hard to sometimes tell if it is a modified oil towards an oil um, because these days the modified oils and the chemistry and the modified oil looks just like an oil. So it can be hard to tell with that um, and respect for the um, ingenuity and the, and the engineering they've been doing with the, um, the techniques they've been making um, in the, the painting field. Because that's the first question that I get at big box store. They say, well, what kind of paint's on the wall? Sure. And I mean, typically it's going to be a latex, but a lot of times, you know, sometimes it can be an oil. And when you have an oil, you've got to be careful. Um, like Brock was saying, the prep's extremely important. Um, if you put a latex over an oil, typically you don't do any prep. You will have some, some peeling back and it, it won't be good. It got so bad that my – well, of course, the paint that he put on there was turquoise. So this tells you the era of my parents' house. The paint he put up there was turquoise, and it all flaked off. He mm. got to the point where he was just encouraging us. Did you keep the turquoise? We didn't – no, we didn't. Number <laughs> The, the questions that people want to ask are, did you keep the turquoise? Well, it matched the – the appliances nice so nice. for a while we did <laughs> vintage and the other question was did you eat the paint oh and the quick answer Both. is no although you wouldn't know it from some of the family photos <laughs> brian finch of finch quality painting here for a couple of minutes our telephone number 919-860-9783 also brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier they haven't given me permission to give any more Cape Fear seafood coupons away. But, but they, you're not a guy who needs permission. Well, he didn't say I couldn't either. So <laughs> how much trouble could I get into? 919-860-9783 is our number. This is making your home great. Next week on Making Your Home Great. Rhonda Benvy Plummer with Help Me Rhonda Interiors, adjoining Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco with Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. Ah, you say, who's coming on hour two? Because that'd be a good hour one. Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture and Brock Emmons. Uh, and that will be hour two. Um, Rhonda Benvy Plummer will hang around with us. I have to ask Rhonda about the proper number of pillows on a woman's bed two 
Gosh, I've seen so many lately. It's, it's just, I mean, my mom, I think, believes in 12. Two is the proper number of pillows. Oh. I've got the photograph, 12 on my pillow. Oh, wow. You've got the 12 pillow person? You got you got four that are functional. Right. That, that are that's, normal that's, that's size. automatic, yep. The, but they're not, they're put, hanging. Anyway, they're stacked. Six and six, and then you got to have, you got to have the one in the center because, guys, it brings it all together. Yeah, the so flowchart of pillow. We uh we have we have a new dog <laughs> yeah. right that we've had for a few months now, and and the dog has decided that the pillows <laughs> are what it enjoys trying to chew on. So, you know, my my wife loves letting the dog up on the bed. So we've had to relocate all of the pillows on the bed into the kitchen, and now they're stacked <laughs> from the floor to the ceiling in the corner. My dogs cannot fit on the bed because of the pillows. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> Susan, <laughs> no room for the dog. Susan and Wake. Actually, the bed—it's a king size bed. It so looks like a lot. it looks like it's a much smaller bed. All right, Susan in Wake County, how you doing? Wonderful. Good. What can we do for you today? We have two bathrooms that have no windows. Yes. And I had visions of putting a solar tube in that. Also, was an exhaust fan. Yes. Does RoofWorks do that? Oh, yeah. RoofWorks does do solar tubes. Now, Holly is has just left for the day, but I do know for a fact they do solar tubes. A solar tube that is also a recirculatory fan, I don't recall ever seeing one. Not that those don't exist, um, but I personally have never seen one. And and why do we want to do two things at once? Maybe we should... Well, if it's a small bathroom, some of those fans can take up 8 inch by, by 16 inches, and then the solar tube could be 16 inches across, and now you've taken up you know, half of the ceiling if it's a little half bath. what's How big is this bathroom? They're very... They are small, and the exhaust fan that's in there now has been there since the house was built back in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. So it really needs to be replaced. Well, I, I do know, uh, and I know this because they just they impress me, uh, but I do know you can now buy exhaust fans that have tons of different light features, blue, yeah. green, yellow, white, uh, and uh, Bluetooth speakers, apparently. You can now hook your phone up uh, to the fan and listen to the radio through your ceiling fan. So I know there's some fancy options out there, but I do not recall. That's a party in the bathroom. That's a party in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I do not ever recall seeing one that is uh, also a solar tube. So if you track one of those down, call us, call us back. I'd love to find out who makes those. I'm so glad you did call about... Uh, roof works can i give you their number yes 919-852-2660 852-2660 tell them thank you making your home great sense and by the way because i was not given permission to give a 25 dollars gift certificate to cape fear seafood company Watch your mail over the next oh. week or so. They're located in Spring Forest and the Village District. Cape Fear Seafood Company using the freshest possible ingredients, including regional American seafood signature dishes, 
hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, incredible desserts, capefearseafood.com. Thank you very much. Appreciate your call today. Yeah, you can have a disco in the bathroom with disco those fans. Disco in the bathroom. Do they have crabs up at that Cape Fear? They do. Uh, they yeah, do. they do. They do. They do. And in fact, they've got a nice dip menu on the, the late night menu. You're oh. a big fan of the chowder, I uh, think. Oh, yeah. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank How you for having me. How do we get in contact with you? Um, phone number is 919-609-7759, and you can email us at info at finchpainting.com, and you can also go to our website, and we do have a drop-down box that uh, for customers to sign up for us. Very well. good. This is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Uh, of the team, I've managed to cheese off everybody except <laughs> Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Actually, the neat thing was that both Holly Bowers and Brian Fitz, Fitch uh, stayed later than they had been scheduled. They did, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, thing. you know, moving from a one-hour show to a two-hour show, you know, having these guys give up two hours on a Saturday is, is kind of tough. So yep. we appreciate them sticking sticking through as long as they could. By the way, not that I've been asked to say this, but if you're a contractor of any quality at all, well, you got to be high quality, but if you're a contractor and you want to be on the show, yeah, well, sure. Call our sales department. Yeah, we're we're always looking for uh, anybody in a different field. I mean, I don't want to bring on another roofer. We right. we've got a roofer here that we we trust implicitly. So, uh, but we're always looking for contractors in other fields. Uh, Mike does a great job in the department, looking mm-hmm. in and researching these companies to make sure they're of the highest quality. Yeah. Um, but you know, those are those make for some great talking topics. We, you know, it was a while back we had the. The roof cleaning company that came in. And, right, um, right. We used to have the closet remodeling. That was the oh, uh, yeah. they were closet factory. People. They were great people. Yeah, yeah. Sue and Pale, you know, they were good people. And they, my, they do awesome work, renovation my, of garages, that kind of stuff. My understanding is that we've lost people because they've gotten too busy. Yeah. In other words, people would say, yes, I would like to do this. But every time I do this, I get too many calls, mm-hmm. and I'm booked out eight weeks anyway. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird. All of the guys that we work with, and we work with, I don't know, probably a hundred contractors, maybe more. Yeah, all of them universally across the board are booked weeks out in advance. Uh, and that was and my company, for example, we stay five to six weeks out, yeah. booked twelve months out of the year. Yes. Like we're busy all the time. So that was one of the factors when we started this radio show is what did we want to be on the radio show because we were already so busy. Yeah. And, you know, it, it comes down to trust. That's the reason we wanted to do this. We wanted to give our listeners an opportunity to listen how we do business. You're getting the same thing happening for you and as a result for your company that I rarely but occasionally get for me. A guy turned to me today and said, you sound like Dave Alexander from WPTF. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say it exactly those way, but he said the same thing. And that happens to you on the job. It does. It, it, it's it's happening quite often at this point, uh, which is a it's kind of a weird feeling. You know, I'm a contractor. I'm not a 
Right. Not a celebrity. I'm not a musician or anything like that. But I'm I'm getting recognized pretty regularly now cool. because of the growth of this show. So That's cool. we're excited that our listeners enjoy the show. Uh, we're excited to bring our listeners as as accurate information as we can. Uh, you know, and even the the listener today who called and said, "Do you guys know a Mason?" You know, right. Brian Finch did not hesitate. Yeah, I got somebody I trust. Reach out to this person. That's what this show is about. We're here to try to help. Neat thing about being on the show is that people get to tell the quality of the person who's on the show. In other words, it makes you know it's not it's not so important to say. Okay, John's on the show this week. We're going to get to talk to John, whoever John might be, and figure out whether that person's a good person or not. That's right. Right? You, you test them by by asking questions. And by the way, if you've got a question for Brock Emmons, Brock has done everything in construction. He doesn't he don't hire him to do your electronics. Yeah, probably not good with electrical. No electrical. But other than that, let's, you know, give him a try. At least ask him a question. Um, I, I think the, the, that Adlon is on line one. Hello. Welcome to the program. Did I, Hi, can, can did I pronounce your name correctly? Hi, who's this? Can you hear me? I can hear you now, yes. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. What's your Adlon. name? Adlon, A-D-L-O-N. Adlon, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good, what's going on today? Uh, nothing really. I was just trying to understand what your process was. I had talked mm. to um, Brock yes. uh, almost a year ago. Okay. And he had told me if I call in on this call, I might be able to find somebody who's well-versed in renovating a bathroom. Oh, my. Ah, yes. We wow. have uh, many people uh, affiliated with the show that are, are pretty good at doing bathrooms. What's the size of the bathroom you're wanting to renovate? Uh, it's a pretty good size. It's probably a 14 by... It's a bathroom-closet combination. So okay. 14 by 14. Now, are you wanting to pull out the shower, redo the shower, redo the floors, new countertops? Are you talking about a full bathroom renovation or just some uh, minor things? It, it, it's got one of those big old horrible tubs sitting in the corner that's yes. taking up half the bathroom. Garden but, tub. Uh, that's right. Seemed like right. a good idea at the time, didn't it, Adlon? <laughs> uh, they thought it was. <laughs> they I, did. I bought the house. It was in there. I was like, this is not a good idea. It's taking up the whole bathroom. That's right. And I would, I'd like to kind of reconfigure the uh, bathroom, uh, you know, maybe move the closet around a little bit. And I'd like for somebody to come over and tell me what the best thing to do is where I can get the most bang for my buck. The, the, I'm taking a uh, my living room right now. I'm using it for an office. I want to really close it off and then make it part of the master. So it'll become a true master suite. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, we, we I, I work with, uh, well, three bathroom and kitchen remodeling companies that uh, all do very good work. Um, I would probably reach out to, if you have a pen, I would reach out to um, Michael Schweitzer, and he owns a company called Luxury Bath and Kitchen. 
Yeah, luxury bath and kitchen uh, here in Raleigh. And the other one, so Craig the floor guy comes on our show regularly. And a, a lot of people think, well, he's just a flooring guy. I've personally seen bathrooms and kitchens that his company has remodeled. And they do a great job. And Craig is as honest as they come. So I would reach out to American Dream Flooring and Luxury Bath and Tile. And I'm just going to chip in with one other thought that it might be worthwhile to call Stephen Clip, who's going to be on next week's show. That's right. Second hour, Stephen Clip Architecture. Here's what Stephen might do. He might give you some advice about whether the plan that you have is going to work. Okay. In other words, he's really good at imagining what, you know, what your house looks like right now and and whatever adaptations would be excellent from an architectural standpoint. Okay. That makes sense. And because it is really, in my opinion, yes, poorly constructed. Yes. And so when I, when I say that I've got kind of like two sides to the house, right. And the master is all on one side. Right. And, uh, and if they don't have a cold air return, Right. Uh, so I've been fighting this heating and air problem. And Matt and Brock came over and they insulated. The attic wasn't insulated. So they did do that for me. Right. And so now I'm ready to move on to the next piece. Get, you know, maybe get uh, a cold air return installed. But So I do need someone who can say, you know what, that's not a really good idea. Did somebody bl- knock? Did somebody connect? Two disconnected parts of the house together. No, this was uh, the house was built like this. Mm-hmm. You in, you have an area with no cold air return. The, now, the master bathroom, the master, the whole master uh, living room side of the house wow. does not have a cold air return. Yeah. Now there's a cold air return. The family room is right outside of that, and there's a cold air return there. But the the is just a nightmare. No, the heating, the heating and air conditioning, we can't get it level. Help me to understand you know? this, Brock. Is she calling it a cold air return? I understand why everybody calls it's it a cold air return. Return air, yeah. But in fact, it pulls the cold air out and puts it back into the HVAC system. Is that? Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's recycling the air in the house. So if you have a pressurized house and you're constantly filling it up with air and there's nowhere for the air to get out, right. that can cause other issues. Right. So you always have several returns, typically, uh, several returns throughout the house. Those are normally where you replace the filters. If you have any of those grates on the wall, you pull I've it down. two of those. Two of those, right. Yeah. So adding an additional return, um, you're going to want to go with an HVAC company. Do you have one that you trust? I have one that I use. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, it. I would recommend bringing out the company that you use and getting them to give you an estimate on what it would take to add a return. Uh, we also work very uh, closely with Joel Worsham at Comfort First Services, and although Joel is head of the uh, – uh, generator department, uh, you're going to want to reach out to Comfort First Services and ask for AJ. AJ is in their HVAC department, and that is one trustworthy young man right there. You're going to like him a lot. That's what I'm looking for. 
Well, he, Adlon, he's, thank uh, you. Very honest. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks but for the call. Can you guys tell me before I hang up. What sure. time does the What time does the call start? Okay. You know. You mean on this show? Yeah. Well, you, we usually start the show at one o'clock. One o'clock. Okay. And we run to three. Now we're a two-hour show, so one to three every Saturday, unless there's okay. football games, and then sometimes they move <laughs> us to Friday night right. at six. Right. Okay. If you tune in and we're not on the radio, don't call. That's okay. the only way I say it. <laughs> All righty. Take care, Adlon. Thank Adlon. you, Adlon. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. so the way it works, if you don't hear I'm trying to finish the thought before I forget it. Mm-hmm. You can't blow air into a bottle. Try it. You can't <laughs> blow air into a bottle, okay? You can't blow hot air into a room that doesn't have a cold air return because you can't get it in the room. Yeah, you. the return is for air circulation. Right. Okay, so um, you, you want air circulating through the house. You don't want it to become stagnant. Right. Um, most of us have the filter in the hallway, mm-hmm. you know, it's on the wall, it's on the ceiling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, that, 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 that's your return. Well, if it's in the hallway and you've got three bedrooms connected to that hallway, yeah. in most cases, there's not a return in those bedrooms, which is why if you shut the door for an extended period of time mm-hmm. and then go open that door, it always smells a little funny in that room. You're, okay. you're blowing air conditioning in there, but you're not getting any air circulation. Yeah, so okay. adding a return to an area will actually improve the airflow of that area, helping to cool it down or warm it up in the summer or the winter, depending on uh, what season we're working with. And it's also going to help prevent mold growth. I mean, you're getting better air circulation. Yeah. Definitely want that in a bathroom. All right. Brock Emmons is here. You ever catch Brock at a cocktail party? Just mention mold. Eh, just <laughs> casually. His eyes will light up and he'll say, oh, yeah. Come sit down with me. Come I'll, sit I mean, down. I'll talk we'll with you for a minute. Some, bring some dip over, you know. But if you've got a question for Brock of Triangle Radiant Barrier, it's mold season, right? It's mold remediation season. Yeah, we're getting guys. a lot of that right now. And there's also attic work that sometimes, you know, like six months of the year you guys do. It's the, getting cold in my house. It's called Radiant Barrier for a reason uh, that he will install this product in your house, in the attic, and that will help with heating bills as well. You could call on either one of those issues or anything you you put your mind to. 919-860-9783. Making your home great on WPTF. <music> FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Our number is 919-860-9783. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here, and Jimmy from Raleigh is on. Hi, Jimmy. Hey. What's going on? I have a paint question. You have a prank question? Paint, P-A-I-T. Oh, paint question. Well, I'll give it my best shot. Our expert, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, just stepped out but that's all right jimmy what's the question uh can you paint over wallpaper if not how's the best way to remove wallpaper yeah um 
so everybody that I work with that that paints tells me that it is possible to paint over wallpaper, but yes. they don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, it it kind of like Finch was talking while he was on the show earlier. Prep work has a lot to do with it. So if you were to try to paint over um, like a gloss paper. You, you want to buff all that gloss out of it. So you're going to spend a lot of time sanding that wall down <laughs> before you can apply a paint that's not going to prematurely come off down the road. At that point, you're almost better off just removing the wallpaper. Now, how do you remove wallpaper? Um, man, basically uh, a sponge and a, yeah. a scraper. It's, it's getting the wallpaper damp but not so damp it hurts the drywall, and then you sit there with a scraper and spend the good majority of your weekend scraping yeah. off wallpaper. Kind of like <laughs> it's it's not fun, and I wish I had a better answer for you, but they that stuff is on there. So if you want to get underneath it, you need to make it a little damp and then yeah. use a scraper kind of like you would the windshield of your car and don't dig into the drywall. Just start scraping it off, and it is very time-consuming, and I feel for you. I honestly, everybody I've talked to about your situation. When in, when in, in if I get the wallpaper, yeah. what do I prep it with to paint it? Oh yeah. What does he press it with? Prep what? Prep it. Uh, primer. Primer. Yeah. So a good, good quality primer, a Benjamin Moore primer, um, or as as uh, I think Finch uses Sherman Williams. Okay. Uh, those. That's really one A and one B. Okay. Uh, uh, so I, I make sure that you get a really good primer. So after you have gotten all this, uh, the wallpaper off, um, you do not have to sand the wall down heavily, but it's not a bad idea to get a really fine sandpaper and just kind of go over it real quickly uh, before you lay down a primer, coat of primer. Uh, and then I would recommend at least two coats of paint. Okay. Let, let me tell the host one thing, if yes. I can. Yes, I really enjoy your show. I listen to you every time I can, every time you're on the air. I really do appreciate Thank you. Uh, WPTF. It's very uh, newsworthy and, and, and uh, helpful. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. Let me just tell you, Jimmy, I got the telephone number here for Finch Quality Painting. And though he doesn't, he's never told me, Dave, I remove wallpaper. Oh, they will. He, he is the guy who I would call. And here's, here's your thing. If you go at that wall with a scraper, and I've seen people with a machine mm -hmm. that delivers steam and, mm -hmm. you know, how to you do that whole thing, you're going to damage your wall almost nine times out of ten. Brian Finch can fix that damage, Okay. Well, more than likely, you'll get about halfway through the room, and you'll decide you don't want to do it anymore, and Brian Finch can come out and finish there, there it for you. you. There you go. Let me give you his number, 919-609-7759. Okay. What's the name of the company? Brian Finch Quality Painting. Yep. Finch Quality Painting. Okay. Got you. Thank right. you very much. Right, Thanks Jimmy, for the question. Thanks for the nice words. Yeah, thank you. Bye -bye. Thanks. Appreciate it. Now, now, let me just tell you, it may be easier for Jimmy to just simply move at this point. Uh, yeah, I hate removing wallpaper. It, it's a horrible weekend. Uh, it's just tough. It's time-consuming. It's yeah. tedious. And you, you normally get about halfway done with it before you're like, I don't care what it costs. I'm paying someone else to come in here and finish this.
I will see occasionally people say, okay, this trend is coming back in home remodeling. And I saw it not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, oh, yeah, wallpaper's coming back. It, it Honestly, it is. Uh, you know, Rhonda talks about that. I walked into a home the other day, and look, this customer uh, used wallpaper as an accent wall. Yeah. But it was a rich navy blue with mm. this beautiful design through it. It wasn't our, you know, our mother's mm. and our grandmother's flower design that runs along the trim in the kitchen. Yes. This was just a really beautiful piece. Yes. Uh, and, and as soon as I walked in the room, I asked the homeowner, I said, is that wallpaper? And I said, yeah, yeah. So if you utilize it the right way, um, it can really bring a room together. The stuff they're using today is not like what we've been used to for the but last at, 20 But years. at the same time everything becomes dated at some point in the future mm -hmm. somebody's going to look at that wall and say man that just screams the 220s you know and it's not just that my 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 wife and i went out a few days ago to dinner and she's sitting there looking at a lot of these younger girls walking into the restaurant and they're all wearing what she wore <laughs> when she was in high school in yes. the early 2000s and yes. she's like what is going on the high water pant everything goes out of style <laughs> everything comes back into style yeah well that's... except for popcorn ceilings that i hope never comes back they're again. never coming back oh by the way i just we just talked about finch quality painting brian finch loves taking down popcorn ceilings uh yeah he, he just loves it in a way that is not potentially healthy okay he just likes getting rid of those ceilings so if you call brian finch about the popcorn ceiling if you want to get rid of it there's an article on the wral website home buyers beware house flippers cutting corners during renovations can create serious dangers yep you, you agree with that the sentiment oh i sure do yeah yeah unfortunately we're finding a lot of cut corners right now insulation that wasn't done properly wasn't installed i'm getting customers that are reaching out to us because of a contractor who renovated their attic five years ago yeah. and it's too hot and they want it insulated yeah and i get up there and realize that there was no baffling installed so there's no airflow the only way to fix that is to tear down the drywall on the cathedral ceiling, remove the insulation, put in baffles, and then put everything back up. So these things are costing lo a lot of money to fix. And the baffling is a foamy product yeah. that takes no time to put up no. and costs nothing. Almost. They are actually crazy expensive. for. Oh, they are? Yeah, they're okay. like $8 a baffle. So if you have a, a cathedral ceiling... <laughs> Right, oh. you're like, oh, we need a hundred and seven baffles in okay. there, and they're selling right. for yeah. They it can get expensive. All right, but still worth it. Uh, and code, yeah, right. it's not just worth it; has to be done. How do we call Triangle Radiant Barrier and Brock Emmons? You guys can reach out to us at our website at uh, triangleradiantbarrier.com or at nine one nine nine eight six eight eight zero eight. And we will see you next week at one o'clock, making your home great.